Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Combination of the two. Diaz has played a lot since Cervelli went down, so it was either going to be tonight's game or tomorrow's game, so we'll put a fresh set of eyes on, on Arch and give Diaz a semi-rest. Jordan's uh, said last night he's good to go Sunday. Is that your take also? Don't you love it when these guys are self-pronounced healthy? <laughs> um, yeah, he went out and he threw his BP and he felt very strong and had no issues, so he will take the mound Sunday, Brawl will go Monday, and then it'll be Musgrove and Archer after against Atlanta. Well, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, Tuesday after the off day. Thank you. We talked a lot about what Josh Bell has done this month. When you hear him associated with names like Wainer, Kiner, Rice, Martinez, what's your reaction? To I just that? think it's awesome because I've gone through all the conversations about Josh Bell for, for two years. These are more enlightening. Yeah, it's legendary now. It's pretty cool. And he's out playing shortstop again today for those of you that were out watching. <laughs> Have you given him any advice or talk about blocking out all that other stuff that goes along with, with a month like he's having? All the external stuff? We've had a couple conversations along the way. Um... I said, just let's continue to revisit what got you here and what you needed to do to, to find your rhythm and your place. Because I'm sure he wasn't getting interviewed a lot over the winter. And I'm sure he wasn't doing a lot of uh, game-type work. He's practicing and he's working out in spring training. And now the games have started and the momentum's built. And I said, one of the things I've just learned from watching other really good players that have months like this is that they talk about just maintaining uh, uh, that routine and eliminating distractions because there's more asks. Uh, you want to be nice. However, no is a complete sentence, and it works. You just say it friendly and say it amicably, and I'm good right now, and I just need a break or whatever. And just keep taking care of yourself. Is it possible to enjoy, for a player to enjoy this kind of a run? In the middle of the I mean, they play. They say play ball, so not work ball. But can can you? Is it possible for a player to make time to enjoy himself? Where you find most guys just put that aside and just let it and not really savor it. I've probably seen both. Mm -hmm. I have no experience along those lines of that kind of month, you know, mm -hmm. um, at the major league level. From my perspective, there's a lot of things he is enjoying. There's a lot of things he's enjoying. Uh, and we've got a really good team to help players enjoy success. Yeah. The, the guys really rally around whoever's having the success, and Josh has had the biggest volume of it all month long. Um, and I've seen some guys kind of stoic, you know, just head down, go hard, and 
I'll enjoy it when the season's over, and then by then you have it, the run's over, and it's not the same, so you can't enjoy it when the season's I don't think. I don't know. But So I've seen both sides of it. I just always embrace them to celebrate the little wins along the way and the things that you're doing that have significance. And are, again, being mentioned, the company that's being mentioned now is, is pretty significant. Do you find that uh, Josh has sort of the demeanor and the, I don't know, the lack of a better word, humility to handle all of what could come his way if he continues to play like this. I do, and I think your last part of your statement says it all. Who knows? He just wants to keep playing, and it's stay in the moment, and that's playing today. What comes is going to come. You know, The more following or the more coverage will come if he continues to play at a very high level. He believes he should play at a high level. He believed last year, all year long, that he should have been playing at a much higher level than he was playing at, and he didn't. So he, I think he showed a lot of humility getting through that because he didn't go rogue. He didn't close in, internally, just shut down. He kept working, trying to figure things out and learning. The year before, he had a lot of success for a rookie in a lot of different ways. And he didn't have the pom-poms on. So I think he's a, a really, I think he's been raised well, and I think he's grown into his own man, grown into himself well. So I think he'll be fine sitting down with him at the end of 17 when he hit 27 home runs and he said he was mad he didn't hit 300. That's sort of what you talked about with the pom-pom. And he meant that. Yeah. He meant that as much as, you know, last year just saying, I, you know, this isn't a good year. He'd be the first one to tell you he didn't have a good year. And, like, some guys will say, well, I, you know, I, I did okay. No, he'll say, I didn't have a good year. And you learn a lot about people in the way they describe themselves because it's hard for some people to say, you know, I was really bad today. And I think he'd be the first one to tell you, no, I had a good day. It'd never be, I was all this, but he'll say I had a good day. But if he had a bad day, he'd tell you, I stopped. had a bad day. So he's, he's in that good place. I don't think he ever thinks he's as good as people think he thinks he is. He's never as bad as people think he is or he thinks he is. Clint, one of the things I've, I've heard you often say is, being a good self-evaluator. Not so much about Josh, but just in general. What does that mean to you, and how does that kind of play out for players who are good self-evaluators? Well, more often than not, it, it takes some experience to get there. There's a lot of information you can hunt. More information than ever. There also, there's an internal evaluated because uh, when you're if you're a pitcher and you see the glove and you know the pitch you want to throw and the gloves there the pitch, the pitch goes over there you didn't throw a good pitch you didn't something didn't work hitting you know whether you pulled off you know whether you topped you know whether you were ready fielding you know whether if you're ready for the pitch you know those things and I think when we can get to that point where our honest self-evaluation comes first then we can because so, you know like I said I'm okay what does okay mean Lesson learned my sixth grade English class. How many years ago would that be, Jerry? <laughs> a whole long time ago. Okay, so American slang for mediocre. Meaty, halfway, ochre, stony hill, halfway up a stony hill. So if you say you're okay, what are you really saying? You're not okay. Or it's just halfway up a stony hill, I don't think that's good. I'm all right. Are you? I, I don't get it sometimes because then I'll say, so what do you mean you're all right? What's all right? Is anything good? 
Is anything off a little bit? Just and I'm fortunate I have two teenagers at home, so the questions never stop for me. And if I don't give a good answer, I get three more whys. So I play it here to just try and help them peel back the layers. Well, I'm not where I want to be. So what does that mean? Well, I'm I'm not feeling I'm not feeling what I need. Okay, so what does that mean? For, sooner or later, you get to the point. Where, my average stinks, you know, and okay, we, yes, we got there because it's about hits sometimes. And sometimes it's about giving up homers and sometimes it's about making errors. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out there because it's real. And I think that helps for me, that helps the player. It helps the coach that you can just have that real conversation and it's kind of somewhat cleansing. I think all of us have been in a position where we've carried something around for a while and it gets heavier as you carry it around. And whenever you do let it go, there's almost like a, Ah, an aha moment where you feel better. And it plays out here a lot because they're, they're under a lot of evaluation a lot of different ways. How have you navigated, and, and from, and from these next couple weeks, how would you navigate using Felipe? There have been a lot of save opportunities these past couple weeks, a lot of weird games, you know, scoreboards, cap-wise. Um, he's a guy, it seems, you know, he likes, he likes working. He, mm -hmm. likes, he likes being out there. How do you navigate that? You, are you tempted sometimes to put him in earlier in a leverage situation just because he hasn't gotten save opportunities? Maybe this is a chance to get that. I think that's a conversation we're starting to table now just because I think we've got a little information on the way the games are playing out. That doesn't mean they're going to continue to play out that way. He's always been accommodating. He's always been open-minded. Mm -hmm. We've gotten to a point where there's been some times where he's throwing touch and feels to stay in tune for the saves. He'll go pitch it any time we ask him to pitch. So I, I don't have a problem. We've never had a problem in our discussions with that. And we may look to try and utilize him a little bit differently if things continue in the plane they're in right now, for sure. Because he needs to pitch. And he doesn't want to be a guy out there that if everybody else is pitching and some guys are pitching too much, he'd like to help out the cause yeah. from time to time. He so. had a big string of appearances early in the season, and then there's like a little bit of a drought. How do you, you know, can that be bad? For, for a pitcher, is that something you try to avoid? I mean, you know, in the end of season, it looks like X number of appearances, but if it's like 30 appearances here, nothing, and then 30 there, there's a difference as opposed to 15, 15, 15, 15. Yeah, normally he's had one in how many days, but unfortunately it was a, it was a he went out and he pitched twice. Yeah. And only he knows how much that takes out of him. He'll probably never tell me how much it takes out, but I know it takes something out of him. Yeah. And we've seen it on the other side, the flip side of the collateral damage that comes with it. And I think you see one of the reasons bullpens are, are being challenged more so ever is some, some, some type of random usage mm -hmm. and, and the volume. I do. Yeah. I mean, um, so we're trying to monitor that um, as, as well. And when is he best served? Because we're actually in a situation early with, as we're doing with Crick now, Crick's going to face the leverage part of the lineup if it's a seventh inning or eighth inning. Keone and we had talked about Vasquez, if both are on their A game, there may be a part where Keone comes in, pitches the eighth, and, and, and Vasquez in the ninth, or vice versa if you're playing the Reds, and it's three left-handed hitters lined up in the eighth. So we're in an adjustable mode, but we need to get him to pitch. He's shown the ability to be pretty much okay four days down, five days down, which has always yeah. been my limit. Four days, Melanson wanted to pitch. And he's one of the best I've ever had, we've ever had, about taking that obligatory inning where some closers will go, you know, because they can be adrenaline junkies. Mm -hmm. Truthfully, I mean, that's what they do. And if the adrenaline's not there, it may be hard for them to get that thing going where Melanson wanted to pitch to stay sharp. Mm -hmm. 
And that's a conversation, Felipe, and I just start scratching the surface on what, how we best serve going forward if there aren't opportunities. Where's Keone at? He's still bouncing back. I talked to, talked to uh, he threw the side yesterday. Not a side, he just played catch. Okay. Excuse me, he just played catch yesterday, and then uh, Brian was going to come and have an update for me today. Last night be one of those nights where you consider Felipe or being down underneath. After no, well, just after the, the innings he threw the other day, the, the, the multiple time up. No, I mean two innings, uh, two ups is a lot, um, and then two runs down. Yeah, I mean we can we can talk about it. You can talk about it, but that time he was two days down after throwing 23 pitches in a high high leverage situation. So that's a good rest. You'd like to bring him back in a save for that next day to bring two runs down? I mean, we, yeah, maybe it's something we'll talk about. But, again, we're picking on the wrong things right here. Right. We've got to find a way to take care of Felipe, but there's other reasons why we're even talking about this. Yeah. Quinn, have you seen something from Polanco or Marte or both of them that they've been flip-flopped in the lineup a little more recently? Not that I've seen something. I was just trying to find a different look for Marte based on his splits against right-handed pitching. They were very strong, stronger than the left-handed pitching. And I was trying to give Blanco a little different look to find some consistency. Caught on a little bit for eight games with Marte. The numbers were good. Then last night it wasn't wasn't what we needed or with, with Blanco. And Blanco, until seven or eight games ago, his numbers were trending up all over the place. And it's been a hard week. So nothing, uh, obviously, of an aha moment that's that's worked out well for for anybody. I'm just just trying to help guys out and maybe give them different looks from time to time. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.